Welcome back to the Membership IQ. I'm Sarah Sladek and yeehaw, we're going country with today's episode. Yeah, I grew up in the state of Iowa, the heartland of America. A lot of times when I share that with people, they say, oh, you must have been a farm girl. And to that, I always laugh and say, yeah, not exactly. This is about as country as I get, folks. I pulled out a jean jacket for today's episode. I'm a little bit more of a city mouse than a country mouse, but that's okay, right? I am going to share with you today a little something. I'm saying it's country, but um, it goes along with the old McDonald's song, you know, Old McDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. Well, I'm adapting that just a little bit to share with you some membership insights, E-I-O and U. So let's start with E. E stands for exclusive. Yes, exclusive. Right now, I'm hearing from a lot of associations saying, oh, membership and everything is going so great. Our association is growing. Uh, People want to get back to in-person events. Our event attendance is through the roof. Our uh, webinar attendance is skyrocketing. Everything is going great. But when I ask about membership, there's always a little bit of a pause. They say, well... Yeah, membership isn't really growing. Membership's, you know, declining right now. Even though we have all this growth over here with programs and events, membership isn't growing. And ladies and gentlemen, that is not a good sign. You are not an event planning organization. You are a membership organization. First and foremost, you need to be true to your mission and your vision and your charter as a membership organization. But also, there's an added risk when we begin to open the doors and we begin to um, allow a lot of access to non-members, which has happened during pandemic, and that's okay. We wanted to be there to serve communities and serve industries and uh, to help and support and do all that good stuff. But If we continue along that path, pretty soon there's nothing exclusive to members only. And that is the whole purpose of membership, is to give some sort of added value or benefit or behind the scenes tour or some sort of leg up or leverage. There's gotta be a really key difference between what non-members receive and what members receive from your association. There's gotta be something exclusive, which is E. Okay. I, E-I. I stands for included. So just as associations make the mistake of making things available to everyone, everywhere, and really making it available to non-members, and there isn't much of a difference between members and non-members, associations also make the mistake sometimes of nickel and diming their members. In other words, we want you to pay a membership 
then we want you to pay for every program, every service, access to every single thing. Everything is kind of like a menu. Everything has a price attached to it. And pretty soon members start saying, well, wait a second. What does my membership actually buy? Isn't there anything included in the price of dues? Or is everything kind of a la carte here? And when that happens, then your members begin to say, you know, I think I'll just pay for the program. I think I'll just pay for this service. Um, I'll just onesie twosie, again, a la carte, pick from the menu rather than pay for membership because it's just too dang expensive and there's not enough built into the value of membership in and of itself. So it backfires, that idea of backfires. So you gotta have things that are exclusive and you have to have things that are included. Memberships gotta come with some real benefits. You can't just nickel and dime your members. Uh, okay, E-I-O. O stands for online. During uh, the global pandemic, everyone was kind of forced online. And now some associations are beginning to say, can we just go back to normal and do everything in person? And forget hybrid and forget this, forget Zoom. Nobody wants, everybody wants in person. Everybody wants to get together again. However, however, <laughs> We have been moving towards more and more technological advancements and engagements since the 1980s. It's just that our organizations really resisted it. We've really resisted everything from virtual events to remote work to online capabilities and on and on and on. And you have to remember that when you really limit that online accessibility, you are limiting your ability to serve a larger audience. More people are able to participate when you provide um, access online. Not only that, but you have to remember that younger generations were raised valuing technology. And they're naturally going to look to see what does this association provide that's instantaneous, on-demand, and um, highly accessible to me no matter where I'm at, if I'm traveling for work, if I can't attend something in person, do I still have access to the association? Online. We're not moving away from online. We're getting more and more online all the time. The world's getting smaller and smaller and smaller all the time. So it's not just online as a tool, but it's providing access to community building and uh, communications and products and services and education and information online as well. So E-I-O, the last letter that I like to add is U. U for urgency. Right now, we have to act with urgency. There's too much at stake. There's too much disruption happening. The world is moving very, very quickly. We do not have the luxury of moving slowly. We do not have the luxury of adapting over an extended period of time, like a stroll in the park. 
No. There is too much to think about. And the society is moving faster and faster all the time. A few years ago, we had more technology developed in a five-year time span than in the previous 50 years. That's just one example. We're also seeing increased pressure on organizations to change, which is drawing um, increased awareness to everything that's broken, everything from governments all over the world right now. Governments are facing uprisings and protesting and civil unrest. People are unhappy. We're seeing increased awareness of social inequalities and injustices, and there's a desire to correct them that we're not gonna accept it anymore. There's increased urgency to solve climate change. There is a huge uh, retirement wave happening and resignations happening. And those are just a few of the examples of where society is under pressure to change. A few years ago at the United Nations, uh, a representative stood up and gave a speech. And she said that we have been too slow to change. And as a result, we're seeing increased um, civil unrest, political uh, conflicts, um, declining uh, economies and economic instability, war, um, climate change, terrorism, and on and on and on hunger, poverty, all these things are reaching increased levels because we can't adapt, we can't change. And associations wake up. Don't you know that associations were founded for moments in crisis? Associations were founded to bring together all the major players and to influence positive change. Associations were founded to bring together business and education and government and to say, hey, we're going to create a better future for this industry, for this community, for this population of people. We're going to advocate. We're going to take an active role. And my fear is that too many associations are spending too much time planning conferences and events. And they've forgotten about the E-I-O-U. They've forgotten about their mission. So let's get back to putting members first. Let's get back to providing exclusive benefits to members, not acting like nonprofits and giving everyone access to everything. Let's get back to um, having real value included in the price of dues. You're not there to nickel and dime and get as much revenue as possible. Don't operate from a place of greed. Get back to being online. That's where the majority of the world is going. This, is, this provides opportunities to expand your network and, and your mindset and your information, your globalization, and so, so much, and to further your mission faster. And let's get back to acting with urgency. There are real problems to solve. That's what you're here for, is to solve problems, put members first. So thanks for tuning in to EIOU and get back out there and make change happen.
This is Sarah Sladek. Thanks for tuning in to the Membership IQ. And by the way, do you have a question you would like me to address in one of these talks? I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out to me. You can uh, contact me at sarahsladek.com or xyzuniversity.com. I look forward to hearing from you and E-I-O-U right now.